Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey, Bessie. Welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I'm your host, Rachel Thornhill. And today we're talking about a concept that I mentioned on my Instagram. That would have been last week. Um, If you guys aren't following, make sure you check out the link to my Instagram in the show notes. Um, I touched on finding your ikigai. Um, I've known about this concept for a long time, but never really done like done anything with it, never really dove into it. Plus, as someone that has Japanese ancestry, but our family never learned about our culture and um, because we assimilated so long ago, um, I've been taking the time this year to start learning the language and more about our heritage um, and our culture. So let's dive into this concept. Okay, so first off, most of you are probably wondering what is Ikigai? So Ikigai is a Japanese concept that means a reason for being. So pretty much that makes what whatever makes you get up in the morning, like what is your purpose? Like finding the perfect balance of what you love, what you're good at, and possibly what you could get paid for, you know, tying all that up into one thing. Um, so if you're not sure what that is yet, like, don't feel bad about it. Like I haven't fully figured out mine yet. And I'm 37. Like you're never too old to figure out like what your Ikigai is and it can change depending on like where you are in your life. So, um, so we are going to figure out like our Ikigai's together today. So like, we're going to do this exercise together. So like grab a piece of paper, Um, you know, if you want to do this digitally, like on your iPad or on your phone, whatever, um, you want to use, you can do that, but I am going to do this with you guys. Um, so you're not just doing this alone. So first off, you're going, the first part is finding out your passion, like, what sets your soul on fire? Like, what are things that you can hyper-focus on where you lose track of time because you love it so much? Like, things that bring you absolute joy, write those things down. So, for me, obviously, the things that set my soul on fire, the things that I can hyper-focus on is this, literally, the podcast. Like, this sets my soul on fire. This is something that I love to do. Um, creating YouTube videos. I love doing that, you know, for you guys, because I'm able to, you know, give you guys content, but like in a video form. And also I just like, I just like, um, doing it. Um, at first I was extremely nervous about being on camera, but after I started doing it more often, I really loved it. Um, and so also, other things that, you know, that bring you joy too. So like, I, I love being able to, you know, um, like I love watching K-dramas and, um, I like, I like reading, um, 
reading autumn types of books to be honest like i i'm not really i don't really stick to a certain genre but you know that that's stuff that i love to do uh okay so like next would be think about the change you want to see in yourself and your environment so align your actions with your values and make and make a, and whatever would make a positive impact in your life and your environment and reflect on what truly matters to you and write that down. So pretty much changes that I want to see in myself and my environment. Um, I would say more of like a work-life balance, um, you know, being able to live a slower lifestyle. Um, and then also, um, being able to be more, be more present with family. So like, those would be like my things. Um, so the next one would be like, what are you good at? Like physical, like skills and talents can help you, you know, find your ikigai, like what activities come naturally to you and what are others that you excel at, but like you had to actually work on. So recognize your strength, your strengths, and you leverage those. So, um, like for me, what I'm good at is storytelling, right? Like, I mean, me doing the podcast is me storytelling, you know, and also giving other women the opportunity to share their stories as well. Um, but also that includes interviewing because I interview women on this podcast. Um, and then, um, I would say another talent of mine would be um, brand building, like building like a personal brand. Uh, also, when it comes to business as well, because obviously this is a business. Being a content creator is a business and being able to build my brand and my business brand together um, and being able to separate the two, because obviously my personal brand and my business, they kind of go hand in hand, but then they don't. So being able to find that balance between the two. Um, and then, so yeah. And then, um, content creation. I mean, that's literally what I'm doing with the podcast and stuff. So, um, this one is optional, the next one, but let's talk about profession. Okay. So what can you be paid for out of everything that you mentioned in the other three steps? And the reason why I say this is optional is because your ikigai or ikigais, because you don't have to have just one. You can have more than one. Doesn't have to be things that you can make money off of. So like, for example, like an ikigai that you wouldn't make money off of is like making coffee every morning and enjoying it for like the first few minutes of your day because you just want to be able to like have that time to yourself. You're not making money off of that unless you're like a content creator and like you're sponsored by like a coffee brand and you're doing it for like sponsored ads or something like that, which you could if that was something you truly wanted to do. But other than that, that's not something you're getting paid to do. That's just something that you're doing because it makes you happy. So like, for example, like if I, you know, wanted to like every morning, like I journal, right? Every morning journaling is a huge part of what I do. And I meditate 
I'm not getting paid to do that, but that is something that I enjoy doing. And that is something that is like a non-negotiable for me. Um, and it's something that I, you know, that I want to do every day. So those would actually be Ikigai's for me as well. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about profession one. So what is something that you could get paid for out of what you've written down? So for me, like I can get paid for the podcast, like people can sponsor the podcast. Um, when it comes to content creation, I can get paid for that because I can have people, um, come to me for like brand deals and things like that. Um, brand building with personal brands or business brands, I can do that. I can do brand management for businesses or um, individuals, like influencers, if they want to learn how to build up their personal brand. So there's multiple avenues that I could do this as a profession. But, you know, the other stuff that I mentioned, I mean, well, with journaling, like I could create physical journals, like physical products and sell them. Um, meditations, some people do that too. Like they provide free meditations as freebies or they provide them as like a, a product that they sell, you know, whether it's digitally or like a physical, you know, CD or something. Um, so if that was something that I truly wanted to do, So, yeah, so there are ways I could make this a profession, these different things, professions. So now the final thing, this is like the end of figuring out like your ikigai, like find the common denominator between all of these elements. So like that is your ikigai and our ikigais. Like these are the things that will make you feel fulfilled, joyful, and that you have purpose, right? So take time to reflect on these things. So for me, the common denominator is literally the podcast because like the storytelling, interviewing, brand building, content creation, all of that focuses around this, Um, you know, so just being a content creator, um, all of that comes together. Um, But, you know, depending on what your you know, what you're wanting to do with your life. Um, it might take some time. It might not be something that comes to you right away and that's okay. Um, you know, it's not, that's not to be expected. Like not everybody knows exactly what they want to do right away. And so that's all right. Um, so once you do know the next step is like, now that you have an idea of like how, like now that you found your guy, like what's next, right? You can journal to help you come up with like some actionable goals to move forward. You can talk to friends and family, you know, reflect on your experiences, etc. You know, your guy can evolve over time. So like, don't feel like you automatically have to stick to this one only because let's be honest, um, depending on where you are in your journey, where you are in life, like I know, for example, what my ikigai would have been at 27 isn't, wouldn't be the same at 37, right? Because that's a 10 year span. And some of the things that I would have wanted at 27, I would not want now at, at 37, right? So that, like I said, it can change. Like 
just embrace the journey, right? Finding your ikigai is a lifelong journey because like I said, like your ikigai can change the older you get or like certain parts of your journey can change and then some things will no longer be aligned with you. So like there's uncertainty going down this path sometimes into the unknown, right? Because our lives are constantly changing. So it's not a destination, but a lifelong journey of self-discovery and growth. And we have to be okay with that, right? And uh, and yes, unfortunately, sometimes for some of us, that means it's going to put us outside of our comfort zone because we don't always know what's going to happen, you know? And so that's why your guy can always change. So guys, I hope this episode helped you to start your journey, figuring out your ikigai. Um, also, um, I have dropped a link to one of my favorite Japanese YouTubers, um, Samurai Matcha. Uh, he's an, um, he's an amazing YouTuber. Um, if you guys know who he is, great. If you don't, um, that's fine. But he did a, a video on Ikigai where he asked like elderly people in his village. And it's a it's a village in southern Nagano um, prefecture um, about their Ikigai, Ikigai. And so it's a beautiful conversation. And like, I would love for you guys to check it out. Um, it is going to be in the resources section of the show notes. There are subtitles for the Japanese parts. So you will be able to understand what is being said. Um, he only speaks in Japanese during the interview sections. Otherwise, like the rest of the video is in English. So, um, so yeah, so you guys won't have any issues like understanding. Um, and he automatically has the subtitles, um, put in on the video. So you don't have to click the CC, like the closed captions thing at the top. You don't need to click it at all because he, unless you want the closed captions on for the English parts. Um, but for the Japanese parts, he automatically puts it into his video. So you guys don't have to turn it on unless you want to. Um, and so and if you guys need any help with finding your guy, please let me know, like send me a DM on Instagram. We can work together. Like, I don't mind helping you. Um, you know, and we can see, you know, what we can do. Like, I definitely want to be able to help you guys as much as possible. Um, I know that, you know, finding your guy is not a normal Western concept that most of us have either heard about or have done, but I think it's very interesting. And I think it's an amazing concept that I think more people worldwide should do, <laughs> you know? So, um, so yeah, guys, so, uh, Thank you very much. Thank you like so, so much, right? Domo arigato gozaimasu for listening, listening and go out there and manifest your best lives. Okay, bye.